Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Bachelor Wrap Up. I'm Amy, here as always with the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? Amy, we've done it again. We've made it to another hometown episode. And would that be complete without one of my hometown friends joining the podcast? Long overdue. Like, this has been maybe one of our most requested guests over the duration of our podcast. I would say. Um, welcome to my friend Doug. Doug, live Hello. takes today. How do you feel about it? Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to actually get to be on an episode that Amy's on because the only other time I appeared here was with you and Ethan. Um, So this is a huge, huge moment for me. So exciting. We've never met. (laughs) So I've only gotten your takes. I I did get an email from you one time when Haley was not going to be here. So I did get your takes. (laughs) But other than that, yeah, we finally have all three of us together on a podcast. It's it's it's, it's an happening. amazing moment in podcasting history. <laughs> How long have you been sending us your takes? Because you could tell me like this is the first season, or you could also t- say like first six years, and I, I would not believe you. Yeah, my first season was Nick's season. That's oh my god, long ways back. Yeah, that's when I started sending things through. Um, and I was way more invested in that season than any others because I was just like everything was new. So it was like yeah. sensory overload. And then like every week you had to debrief me and be like, no, this this happens every year. Like the two on one <laughs> is a new invention and like people fighting isn't, you know, abnormal. Oh, that's so funny. I feel like I feel like Ethan was like that, too. We recently had a conversation of like, Haley, remember when I used to be excited about these things? And then you'd bring me down to level and be like, no, that's not real, my friend. (laughs) I remember there was there was a woman on that season that was eliminated pretty early. And I thought she was like the most beautiful and like she was like a teacher and whatever. I was like, how could they get rid of this person? Like, well, and then like the collateral damage after that, like the people who've been eliminated on this show even earlier for less reasons and whatever. It's just uh, devastating. (laughs) It is devastating. And you know what? I I think for having such a rocky beginning of the season with a lot of people who were not fun to watch. I really like this top four. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking, Doug, what if you had been watching Clayton's season as your first season? You could have been like the ultimate hype person for this season since no one else was excited about it. So maybe we missed that opportunity. 
Yeah, it's a big miss, a big miss for me because I feel like, I feel like if I came in, I would have been like, yeah, this guy's this guy's maybe okay, right? <laughs> like I, I feel like still he's the type of person I'm inclined to be like, okay, like you're what six foot five, you're a former football player, you have a job, you probably don't need help finding love, but here you are. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I might have been more sympathetic. <laughs> so we are in the hometowns of these top. Four women, Serene, Gabby, Susie, and Rachel. Um, Haley, which city were you most excited to go to? Because we actually went back to their hometowns. It's been a while. I would have to say I was most excited about Denver. Um, Ethan and I are very deep into a Top Chef rewatch. Um, and we are currently on Top Chef Colorado. So it was really fun to go to Denver. Um, I also just feel like it's the more exciting of the the four states that we we saw sorry to virginia oklahoma and wherever else we went florida yeah i'm gonna pick denver all day every day thank you how about you doug yeah i mean Haley, that's the wrong answer (laughs) (laughs) i'm not going to virginia beach to run into like some the correct answer for any bachelor hometown is virginia beach virginia beach is the bachelor hometown I'm not thinking about hometown. I'm thinking about like my vacation. No, but Virginia oh, okay. Beach is really nice for vacation too. Like my my family went on vacation there once, and it was it was great. Like it's I don't know. There's a beach, as you can imagine, and and lots of like hokey tourist stuff. You get old timey photos taken. It's, yeah. Although never ha- never have I seen a more deserted beach than what they were probably there de- November maybe. <laughs> they're at the Virginia Beach Pier. No one, not a soul around. Um, yeah, I think I was just excited in general to see what what they would be able to do and how hometowns would look since we haven't seen them um since which season would it would it be peters um or peters i think yeah yeah oh my god it's been so long yes so we have had hometown visits but we've had the likes of a cut out cardboard taxi and bringing canada to a um, room in a resort a few different times. So I was excited for this, but they did feel a little different. Like they were kind of more remote settings. Did you guys catch that? You know what? Now that you say it, yes, but I didn't really think about it until now. Um, But I'm fine with it. I was fine with it. I caught it immediately. I thought they were (laughs) the most half-assed hometown (laughs) things. I have so so many notes about like what is it else really they... that different than usual? Yes, yeah, it was. Like if you just look at each date, it's like let's go to a local park and then like just sit here. Like it's just like their Niagara Falls date. Like let's go to Niagara Falls and we'll just sit by the river on a bench. I guess. Yeah, that's true. There's no real scenes like in any. They weren't at a cafe ever. There was no like ice cream stand where some mysterious person can come up and tell a secret about the lead. Um, yeah, not a lot of opportunity for drama. Everybody had to be, you know, in a secure location at the hometown and be tested beforehand, I'm sure. So, um, yeah, it was like, let's go remote hiking or go to the deserted beach. Everybody had the nature date. So. Maybe Haley, you just appreciate nature, so it didn't it didn't throw I you. I do, you know, and these are all kind of things I would have. I think I would have enjoyed doing, uh, with the exception of one, of course, shrimping. 
No, I love, I, w- I want to go shrimping. <laughs> I know. I don't want to jump off a tower. Oh, yeah. Of course. Pass. Thank you. Yeah, I guess there were a couple the jujitsu and the jumping off a ledge or stepping off a ledge. They had to interact with some other outside people for those. So let's get into um, the first hometown that we see. This is the Virginia Beach one. So, Doug, let's start with you on your overall thoughts on Susie's hometown and Susie being up first. It was actually, it was Paquison. Yeah, that's true. So were you disappointed by that? (laughs) Uh, Sort of. I mean, they obviously ended up in Virginia Beach. I did a little research on actually like what's going on in Paquison, Virginia. Uh, They have a a well-known seafood festival and an Amtrak service nearby. So not much. Okay. Um, (laughs) They do appreciate shrimp, I guess. If they have a yeah, seafood yeah. festival. Yeah, so that's like, that's good. They had all the, the shrimp shout outs and they made their way into Virginia Beach, which made me happy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I appreciate Susie. She seems to just constantly be smiling like 24 hours a day. So. Yeah, I just found out that the reason she was in Japan or what she was doing there was that she worked as a Disney princess. So. Oh my gosh. She that's, was like. That story checked out to me. Every. Um, princess you could imagine Ariel, Snow White, Belle and I think that correlates with when she was in Japan but at some point when she was over there she was working there for two years as a Disney princess <laughs> so yeah I think she has like a permanent smile from from that um, and Haley I need your thoughts on the jujitsu date and how it was set up today we're going to find out if Clayton likes being choked um not not my thing um in many senses but thank you how did they get Susie to say that doesn't seem like that's like something she would agree to did she realize what she was saying <laughs> I have to hope so yeah it came up a few I don't times think she did really she just kept saying it. <laughs> oh no oh dear Uh, I have a a question for both of you. Yes. When we returned to Virginia Beach, did you expect at any point for us to drive past Victoria F's house from Peter's season (laughs) and see her family still waiting for him to show up? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I forgot that they never met him. (laughs) I forgot about it, too, until I saw like a meme recently. It was like, oh, no, I forgot. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, they couldn't do that now. They would just, they would, I feel like, force the lead to, like, we've done all these protocols. You are meeting the family no matter what. You can't break up before then. <laughs> wow. Wow. That, that's taking me back. Just some of the, some of the magnificent moments we've had in Virginia Beach. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so they go to, um, we learned that Susie has been practicing jujitsu since um, she started practicing it when she was living in Japan and it taught her, um, kind of helped her overcome some body insecurity and that now she sees her body as a weapon. And she, there's two instructors there that are modeling and then she and Clayton practice together and they do a move that is called shrimping. I did like how Clayton like picked up on that right away. Like, are you serious? <laughs> So we see a little of his personality coming out, but who would have thought we're still talking about shrimp at this point? 
And then yeah. when we went to like the preview of like what's happening for the women tell all, I was like, no, I can't handle it's this run anymore. They're really trying to keep it, keep it going. And I don't think anyone's into it anymore, but yeah, women tell all will be all about that. Um, then we um, see them kind of walking by the Virginia beach pier and Susie refers to herself as Virginia Sue. So she's getting to know a little bit different side of her, I guess. And um, she introduces like who, like we get a little set up, like who will I be meeting? Clayton seems really intent on learning the names ahead of time, which I guess is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's going to be her parents and then her sister and her best friend. And I thought this was the most like chill, supportive family. Not that anybody really wasn't, but of everyone. What did you think, Haley? Um, are they the most? Uh, yeah, I guess like they were the most like fine with what was happening. I felt like, yeah, you're right. I, you know, I thought everybody was pretty equal level supportive, but I, I would say that the this family had like the least amount of questions. Mm-hmm. Like the most trust in just like, hey, if Susie's into it, like we trust her judgment. Um, mm-hmm. And Susie had talked about how her dad had gotten sick and like her big fear was him not being able to walk her down the aisle. And she actually kind of like talks about that with him. So I was a little surprised that got it got that like serious. Um, But um, her mom did ask if Clayton loved Susie and he did not say that he did. So Doug, do you think that this is um, potentially problematic for Clayton and Susie? She said, proceed with um, caution. I maybe. So this is, I think like if you're just looking at this episode, I think it's a, I think it's a good move on his part because he didn't like he didn't say he loved anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mm-hmm. like I think that's a logical step from what we know from the previews. It seems <laughs> like he really craps all over that strategy. <laughs> like, yeah. What's the turning like, point? He's like, like imagine that one week later i'm like i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say i love anybody by the way i boned all of you like just (laughs) and i was in love with all of you yeah yeah yeah. he throws that in too so like at what at what point between virginia beach and the fantasy suites did he just lose control (laughs) guessing fantasy suite number one yeah probably (laughs) and and yeah Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. He was very restrained. It was like, I'm not going to lead any family on. And yeah. Um, And I don't think that the mom was saying it as like, she said proceed with caution, but I felt like it was more said in the, like, take that how you will, you know, like just put that in your back pocket. It didn't seem like, you know, beware. But then I felt like later in the episode, Susie was sort of like, like, it seemed like it had been stewing in her head a little bit more. And she was like, my mom said he wasn't in love with me and he wouldn't tell my mom, you know, so it seemed like maybe it's going to build a little bit or that it'll be one of those like telephone games where she interprets it a little differently. Um, because yeah, he did not tell that to any family or any of the women at this point. So at least he didn't bring the families involved. <laughs> so, um, and then I have a weird question. I noticed the screen door had the phrase dry off on the window. This was just like a random thing I noticed, but, what does that have to do? <laughs> Were they on a beach or something? Is that about their feet? Did anyone else catch that? I did I not s- see that. Is it like too humid or something? 
I saw it for sure. I just assumed they had a pool. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, maybe there's something over there. Something, like there have to work coming in the house. It seemed like a weird like wall window art. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else to say about this hometown? Not really. It was pretty low key. Did they even like up the like? I'm falling harder. Like I'm in love with you. I don't think Susie like jumped to that point, especially after what her mom said. There were, I think, Serene and Rachel kind of like up the ante on what they're saying, and Gabby, like, finally said something. But I think Susie was just kind of like even keel. Like they were already at that level, didn't increase it anymore. The they're still think, falling for each other. Families? Do you think families like don't care as much because they know they're kid like daughters are gonna just make a fortune on social media sponsorships that's a really good point <laughs> so like okay like me back clayton you have a one in four chance of getting married to him you have a hundred percent chance of a dip eyewear sponsorship <laughs> so they're like let's be the chill family we're just gonna like we don't yeah, want yeah, you getting yeah, eliminated yeah. but yeah and like, and like a one in he could get a dip eyewear sponsorship yeah. too yeah, but it's like, you know, let, let's not let's not pretend that our Disney princess daughter isn't going to find love. Like, right, yeah, right. Her. But dad it's even really was young. like, I'm surprised she's no one snatched her up yet. So, and the, yeah. And plus a one in four chance. I'm sh- most bachelorettes are chosen from the top four. There's been some exceptions recently, but yeah, they're probably just excited. Like, hey, you're already on the show. Like, might as well make it far. And he seems OK. So. Yeah, we're not going to throw yeah, any like alarm he, bells. He seems tolerable. If not, enjoy your like sponsorship deals and Mexican vacation this summer. Like, right, know. right. <laughs> yeah, because Rachel's family, Rachel just was rattling off like, and then I got a group date, and then I got a group date, and the mom was just, whoa. <laughs> so, yeah. I know, that felt weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you be saying, and then we went, you know, to Croatia, <laughs> we went to Vienna, you know. Instead yeah, of, like we did this on our dates instead of like, I got the group date and then I got the other group date and then I got a one-on-one and it's like his it's like her mom was a big fan and like knew or something I don't know yeah that must be it um Denver I was also excited to see Denver do we know where Gabby is from originally because she kind of talks about this is I was a Denver Broncos cheerleader and this is where I became a nurse so it feels like home but it didn't sound like she was originally from there yeah it didn't sound like it but then it like when her dad showed up, yeah. I was like, is he like, are they from here? That was strange to me because she said all of her family that was there. So it was her aunt and uncle and a cousin and her grandpa that they were all from out of town. So it seemed like it was a rented house. And so it never crossed my mind that her dad would be showing up, even though I guess it was really obvious because <laughs> they kept talking about it. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect him to show up. Did you clock it, Doug? Oh yeah, like once once they talked about it for like the seventeenth time, I was like, oh, this is like it. It was it was the Matt James's dad showing up, right? Like, didn't, isn't that Ivan's, how that happened? Like, what did they do for no, Ivan's or I was I, yeah, Ivan's brother or something? Um, yeah, like it was just we've seen this before, and right, but I was I thought, like, okay, like, like they had a really valid excuse why. You know, so I wasn't questioning it, I guess. It's like, well, yeah, no, I wasn't either. I was like, yes, this makes sense. Like, Gabby's obviously upset, but like, it's like she totally gets it. She's not mad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it all, it all made sense. And then, 
And then miracle of miracles, he showed up anyway. <laughs> yeah. So what did so what did they do? They went for a nice little hike. I thought that was I like that. Proposal I think that Rock nice. was is Proposal Rock a real thing or is this something that they like? Kind of that box in the woods that had you know advice <laughs> on it. Do we? Is this just something that they painted? What's more likely to be real, the Proposal Rock or the Kissing Tree in Florida? Hmm. I guess proposal rock because it sounds <laughs> I don't know like just sounds like something because we know that he's not going to propose right there but the kissing seems like something that the bachelor producers would just want to put in there like oh let's stop here I don't know I think the kissing tree is more real I, that's okay. where my, that's wow. my, my wow. chips are down wow. I don't think wow. proposal rock that just sounds <laughs> like I don't know well and would you want to be proposed to at proposal rock <laughs> Because no. it seems like, okay, it's a little basic then. That, it, it is quite like, I don't even have a relationship, but like the place where theoretically, should I ever be so lucky to have one where I would like to propose is not entirely dissimilar from Proposal Rock. So, okay. I can, I but there's know, not I can like, there's not graffiti labeling it. Maybe it's called that, but the producers added, because wasn't the font very similar on both of those things? The signs? <laughs> I didn't yeah, it was notice. Like the same, like neon. <laughs> It looked Lettering. a lot like the writing on the date cards. And then on the kissing tree. <laughs> oh, boy. Was there some deleted scene of somewhere in Virginia Beach? What could they have done there? Make out the, point? It was probably, it was probably, it was probably the uh, karate place. Probably like the grappling gym or something. Exactly. <laughs> kissing cabana out on the beach. You can get a couple of Bud Lights and call it a day. Yeah, there you go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, so Clayton introduces this state saying that everyone knows that Gabby is the funniest woman alive. I mean, I can't think of anyone funnier than her, so... Have we Listen, seen? You know? She seems like a great. Yeah. Okay. This season, definitely. Right. I don't know if I. Yeah. I, you know what? She probably is the funniest woman Clayton has ever met. Hmm. I can see. I it. don't think. I, I feel like Clayton is probably more surrounded by women who laugh at his jokes than like 
women that he gets their jokes. Yeah, I don't I think, think he gets a lot of jokes. <laughs> no, <laughs> so we have to really find like that right person that yeah. like, whoa, a woman can be funny. Oh, I can. It's, like, it's a can fun hang. fun fact. I Haley in my relationship, one of the cornerstones of it is that I told Haley she was what the the funniest woman I knew. Oh, hey, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And then we there's another girl in our class that um I was like, oh, what about this person? And Doug was like, well, she's nice, but I wouldn't call her funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I cried laughing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that sounds like a safer like claim to make. So that's maybe what Clayton meant. I think that's probably right. Because there's a lot of famous people that you know, make a living being funny. But maybe that's where Gabby's headed. When we, like, the did end scene. Oh my God. What, oh, Wait, who's who did that he... lovely, lovely woman at the beginning of the season? Oh yeah. He met Z-Way. Yes, so, yes, yes. Okay, you were already. Like, she's, she's the funniest person he's ever met. Like, yeah. by far. <laughs> and there were probably comedians on, like, comedians, like, on Michelle's season too that he would have met, right? I'm not remembering mm-hmm. any. They did poetry instead. Oh, okay. Never. So yeah, and the wrestling twins, the Bella twins. Oh yeah. So yeah, he's got you know some comedy specials to watch, but you know this is basically his connection with Gabby. Seems like it's more based on like that they can kind of joke with each other, and we saw that scene at the end where she's making fun of his hairy toes. Um, Doug, are you team shaving toes or not shaving toes? I guess not. Okay. Um, I've never shaved my toes, so I like. I guess by default, that probably puts me. Do you on have Hobbit feet? <laughs> no, Has anyone told like you that? <laughs> no, no one's. No one okay, said that. So then, um, it's probably safe. Yeah, yeah. I wish they had zoomed. Uh, not that I want to see it, but like they didn't really zoom in to like really assess the situation. How about you, Haley? Do you think men should shave their toes if need be? Uh no. I like. I don't spend a lot of time looking at people's feet. Um, I would say like my toes are not in great shape right now not due to hair but due to some like injuries i sustained to my toes in the last like however long yeah didn't we just start Listen. a podcast one time and your toe was just randomly bleeding was that it different wasn't, it was that wasn't randomly bleeding okay. i accidentally kicked a picture frame and the oh, glass cut my toe open um I currently now if you are if you are squeamish maybe skip ahead 20 seconds I currently have a toenail hanging on by a thread. Um, so we, <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. Um, yeah, I uh, for Halloween, we made some like wooden gravestones for our front yard. Uh, and then Ethan leaned all of them up against the oven. And I somehow caught that and they all fell on two of my toes. Um, so that's just been like stewing for a while. Um, my toes are not great. They like, I don't know what happened to them. Like I almost broke my toe the other day. Cause I kicked like a, like a sock bin. Um, it gets caught in a lot of things. I dropped, what did I drop on my foot the other day? My iPad. I dropped my iPad on my wow. toe and that really hurt too. You're reminding me that when I was a kid, I lost a fingernail, like the whole nail. Fell off. I'm so nervous about it. I've never lost a nail before and I'm, I'm so terrified. Weird. Like it Terrifying. just grows back. It's so strange. Does it? Like, I, like, does it like half grow back? Like, I'm, no, I don't like know. It, like, I'm like just I, not. They're totally normal now, but like, yeah, it turns 
blue and purple oh. and then you oh. have no nail. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm really nervous about the no nail stage. <laughs> you just have like an indentation where the nail would be. Oh. I'm like afraid oh. of that. And like is it yeah. tender underneath? It's like weirdly like callous kind of like oh. it's like hard in the skin. Really? Yeah. Uh. It's kind of gross. And it's like it's like is it like a loose tooth where I should just like deal with it and like get it over with or should I not like I don't know yeah. I, I don't know anyway that's my toe my tail of toes yeah my toes are not my toes are not and no place to criticize well. yeah so I thought Gabby had a really fun family visit um you know a lot of times when it's like oh my parent couldn't be there then we think okay, it's not going to be like have any stakes. It's not going to be that exciting. But she had her aunt and uncle. And then I know George had asked us like, who will be the standout? I haven't seen what he selected, but I would guess that it would be her grandpa. Gabby's grandpa was I would have a standout to say. family he was, member. He was a star. I got to say this episode was great for the lack of like toxic masculinity that was present. And I'm a big fan. Um, mm-hmm. I also appreciate that we didn't like get into like Gabby's mom not being there like she's already explained that they are not like they don't currently have a relationship so I'm glad we didn't like go with the like well you're not meeting my mom because like That's I true. told you already so I'm they glad didn't we really didn't really mention it at all to that. Yeah. yeah so the focus was really that um, so the setup was that her dad couldn't be there um, because his sadly his girlfriend of 10 years was recently diagnosed with cancer and so because of covid they're being extra cautious she's immune compromised so yeah i just took that face value um that Mm -hmm. why would her dad show up um but yeah her grandpa was there and clayton right away like sort of alludes to like yeah gabby out of limo and then of course they're gonna ask oh what'd she do I don't know if I like that move on Clayton's part. Like maybe check, like, should I bring this up in front of the grandpa? But the grandpa was totally cool with it. Um, about her. The grandfather like joke. laughed so hard. He was yeah. like, Yep, that's her. That's her. <laughs> like, I'm all for it. Uh, her so yeah, great. her aunt and uncle and cousin seemed like a great time. I think they were really great at being like super supportive of her in that moment and like knowing what a big deal it was and knowing that she did wish her father was there and kind of really being supportive in that moment. Like great family visit. Great family. So did the only yeah, person think- Oh yeah, go ahead. Say- I think I think in bachelor language, her family would be described as a quote, a hoot. (laughs) (laughs) I can really see myself fitting into this life. Yeah, Yeah, I can see spending holidays with them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because the grandpa would like kind of joke with Gabby and say like, I don't know what this guy sees in you. And then when Clayton met with him, said like, oh, she's just always been a dingbat, a lovable dingbat. He had all the great sound bites. Was Clayton the only one who knew that? Like when we heard the honking, like who was in on it? Or do you think the parent, the aunt and uncle and everybody knew as well? I don't know. It seemed like maybe they knew because I feel like they would have like all chatted or something. Yeah, they would have all like got up. I don't know. But it, um, as soon as I heard the honking, I like burst out in tears and did not stop crying. That's so true. I was, I had a lot of tears this episode and um, it was very manufactured, but at the same time, it was just like, oh my gosh, he's actually going to be there. Cause I had no idea where he, I still don't know if he like lives near Denver, if they had to drive. I'm assuming that like 
maybe he didn't want to get on a plane. I don't know where he came from. But and then the fact that when he got there, he they were socially distanced. So like she couldn't like run up and hug him. That was a little hard to like Like, I can't I don't even know if I can be able to talk about it without like getting teared up. (laughs) All right. So I'll go to Doug. Doug, what did you think of this love actually move that they had? The the producers had the dad do with hearts. I'm guessing it was not his idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to guess her dad didn't come up with the, the love actually idea. I thought it was great. Like, so I didn't I didn't get emotional um, like the two of you, but I thought it was I thought it was well done. And it was nice to see that the producers didn't try to get too heavy handed with like her dad was obviously distancing for a reason um, and a pretty important reason. So it was nice to see that mm-hmm. they apparently like worked with him to be able to be involved, but still respect uh, like the, the decision that he was making. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I, I thought that was, I thought that was great. It was a nice yin to like the grandpa saying that Clayton was full of shits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Ethan had questioned, like, why is he holding up these things? Like, why aren't they shouting? Why hi? They say, yeah, I, s- I love you or whatever. Yeah. And then I saw Emily sure tweet. And like, I think it was like in a conversation that like, to talk, he would have had to been mic'd up, and he probably didn't want to get close to production to get mm. mic'd up. That's a good point. Yeah, it was probably like something that the producers like. Ah, we don't want to deal with like the audio or you guys shouting back and forth, and like that won't have that emotional moment that made you and I cry, Haley. So sob. Well, because we're huge rom com fans, I we know. both love Love Actually. Yeah, and they they did a twist on it. So it was like the dad like saying all these affirming things, like "You are the glue of our family, the most beautiful, caring daughter." And and then to see Gabby was just sobbing. Um, Haley, were you surprised that Clayton wasn't brought down? That seemed to me like that they would want Clayton to kind of observe that. I was, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm glad that Gabby and her dad were able to have like that private moment together. Mm-hmm. Or like relatively private moment. Yeah, exactly. I'm curious though, like, were you more emotional by her dad showing up than her grandpa talking about the ring? Because if mm. I got, like, that, if I, yeah, if yeah. I got a little misty, which I didn't, <laughs> but theoretically, if I did, it would have been more so from his grandpa talking about like why he's still wearing his wedding ring. Yeah, no, that also. I, Please, You're I crying to cry. Susie's entire day. Like, I was just, or not Susie, Gabby's entire day. I was just <laughs> sobbing the entire time. Because, like, I'm also, like, I, I, I have a grandfather complex where, like, I never had a grandfather. So, anytime, oh. like, there's, like, a really sweet grandfather that really, like, gets me. Um, and then, um, I, like Susie, many years ago, my dad got very, very sick. Um, and so, like, anytime there's, like, a dad moment, that really gets me, too. So, like, the combo of those, just, like, it, like, I, w- I was done for. I was just done for. And just, like, I, I think um, seeing men, like, show their emotions, um, you know, even if it's, like, written on paper like that, I think is important and nice. Uh, and, you know, Gabby, just having those nice things said about her was just very, very sweet. You know, you had me thinking, too, that what was nice and I know this was another question that George had and I think I predicted wrong but that Clayton didn't at least we weren't shown Clayton asking like a blessing so all these moments like with the dads just felt a lot more genuine like what you might do when you first meet someone and are like like in the family and meet Mm -hmm. like the father figure and it wasn't 
like, well, like, how would you feel if I were to propose or something? It was just a little bit um, more natural than that. It wasn't like rushing ahead too much. And so I felt like mm-hmm. we did get to see kind of the character of these different um, family members that we were shown. So, yeah, that, I'm a sucker for those moments as well. Um, wait, wait, wait. Put on, put on your tinfoil hats okay. for a minute. Yes. We just met a, a grandfather who had a touching story. Um, lost his wife, still wearing his wedding ring, has lots of knowledge, is funny, dropping all these zingers. Was this whole date just a setup for the lead in Bachelor of <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe. That would be a season, eh? Oh. Season of television. Yeah, he's definitely like, he has to be in the age limit because they were, like, he's some of the parents wouldn't be old enough to be on bachelor senior. So I think he had to be over 65. So he could be right in their demo. He's yeah. yeah pops he's, off the screen. He's ready to go. <laughs> We've all been like hook, line and sinker. We're like, okay, now we're going to watch. Cause we know the lead. <laughs> Grandpa John. Oh, that would have been so, a little too smart. I was so bored by this date though too like it was it was nice but all i like i don't know anything about denver it sounds like the two of you actually really like denver but the only thing i wanted was for them to go to famed mexican restaurant casa bonita um (laughs) which has like indoor diving and mariachi bands and what and i was just thinking like how much more fun this whole date would have been if there was someone diving into a pool in the background (laughs) and mariachi bands were coming by and just all this if you love yeah. mariachi bands, you need to watch Love is Blind, right. which we were talking yeah. about before the show. There was a you few know, mariachi you should moments. Watch Love is Blind, or at least like the first three episodes. I'm sorry, I can't make, I'm binge watching the Americans right now, and it's occupying all of my non-Bachelor related screen time. Listen, hear me out. Don't watch that and watch Love is Blind instead. <laughs> well, right, Bachelor okay. is going to be wrapping up soon, so mm-hmm. we will all have a little that bit of a That gives you two hours a week. Yeah, that's true. Well, in my in my action packed schedule where I can't spare two hours a week, I'll, I'll be fine. So were you bored by like the hiking and the hot tub and like the grizzly bear, black bear talk portion or the whole thing? Like, did were you charmed by the family? I Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I liked the family. It was just maybe I was I was just maybe less invested in Denver than I was like because they didn't go to like the, the you know, like a Corey rock concert place or anything like it was just yeah. sort of like there are a lot of places they could have gone, but maybe they could yeah, like have the gone. summer the summer camp I worked at could have had the same bear experience like it was just I don't know I just <laughs> I wanted true. more and. I'm the only person who looks at hometowns that way. So I'm sure everybody else felt fine. <laughs> As Canadians, did you both know like how to differentiate between a grizzly bear and a black bear attack? Or not enc- no. encounter? You know what? No, if I'm in that situation, ba- let, I'll just let the bear take me. I don't want to <laughs> have to go through the trauma of surviving a bear attack. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to think that naturally I would like, so yeah, Haley's going to die in a very instant. I might as well just call it a day. Like I lived a good life. Yeah. I'm sure you'd have like a witty zinger on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel, I think I knew about like the, it's black bears. You need to make a lot of noise. Um, But I'd like to think there'd be a logical progression. Like if it was a brown bear and I was trying to make a bunch of noise and he came at me, I'd be so scared that then I would play dead. Yeah, see, Haley, if you encountered a grizzly bear, you might just naturally have the instinct to, you know, if you don't do anything, maybe that works. So to just fall, just hope to find that it's a grizzly bear. Instead. I guess I don't know. It just 
Yeah, I just don't think either way it'll be good for my mental state. So. No. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think I, I, I knew the black guy thing too, but I, I can't see myself really doing it if I was in that situation. Clayton was ready, though. I mean, he my knew. loud noises might just be like natural inclination to scream. Mm, that's true. So just raise your hands above your head, too, at the same time, and then we're good. I, yeah, I wonder if I would just pass out, actually. Mm. I feel yeah. like I would. I feel like I would just pass out, probably. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I feel like that's what I would do if I were on Serene State and she takes me to this <laughs> obstacle course. I think I'm more on Clayton's side of things if I were to be on this. I wouldn't be Serene. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the Oklahoma City date. Um, Haley, we talked about these adventure type dates. We haven't really seen a lot of them lately but this was something that serene seemed to to choose or was like you know given some options and it always seems to be like a kiss of death for um these relationships i never think it's it's the person that that gets it in the end but maybe i have to go to bachelor data to really check if they've done anything on extreme dates but what did you think of this um elevated obstacle course this is never something I want to participate in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm afraid of heights. Um, I'm afraid of moving. I'm very uncoordinated. Um, and I just don't want to do it. I have done a ropes course sort of like this. Lower to the ground. Um, and at the part where you have to jump off, it was I like I was like Clayton where I had to be like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I eventually just like sat down on the platform and just like flailed off. Scooted off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this almost seems scarier than jumping there. Just like take a step. Doug, would you have done this? Is this something you'd choose to do? Uh, I don't know that I would choose to do it, but I wouldn't. All, like my note here is Clayton is a baby. Um, <laughs> I just come on. Like, he, I don't know. I guess he's scared of heights, which sucks. I saw I actually like I, I think on his Twitter, he talks. He's trying to justify it by saying, like, I weigh 260 pounds. There was just this little plastic thing above me holding me up. And it's like, yeah. it was a funny so, moment when he was like going across like the little round things and then just was making a big fuss about it and like really scared. And then Serene, like he was telling her, well, you'll see when you get there, it's like way different than it looks. And she just glides across them. So um, he was like, are you serious right now? That was a good moment. So yeah, I'm glad to see it's still, <laughs> still riled up about it. This did reinforce the stereotype for me though, of Oklahoma city being a scary place. Um, <laughs> Cause I've, I've only been to Oklahoma city one time. Uh-huh. Um, and we why did you in, even go why well, this, I, I was driving ac- I was driving across the country from California to back to Niagara um, and we'd driven a long That's time a long we to get, yeah so we we stopped at a myself and my friend stopped at a Motel 6 in Oklahoma City that's your first problem um, exactly yeah they were, <laughs> well it was the, the first problem but not our last because we knew we were maybe not in the best neighborhood when there was also like bulletproof glass between <gasps> us and the clerk Um, so yeah i just remember like we went to bed at like midnight and got up at like five and just got out of town so that's my my five hours in oklahoma city (sighs) well i think yeah there's probably other areas i don't have much experience in oklahoma city but i think there's fun parts of town (laughs) 
<laughs> fun things to do. Um, I wouldn't have chosen the the obstacle course, but um, Serene's family was lovely. Um, it was her mom, her brother Roland, and her best friend Melanie. I think these friends, aside from Rachel's friends, we really got no airtime from the friends. Mm-mm. So didn't know much about them, but um, she talks about how her parents divorced when she was two. Um, I don't know if we got much more than that, but just that her dad wasn't going to be there. And of in this family, like her brother was really the star. Not to the level of Grandpa John, but um, I really liked him. What'd he you was, he, he, he can come back. Right? Doesn't he seem like he's just like siblings that could just go on to the next season? Yeah, like send that guy to paradise. Although I think I think he has um, a, a partner, but oh, okay. um, you know. Did you do some light IG stalking? Oh, I did not. No, I thought the woman who was there. Oh no, was I, think that was, friend? I think it was her friend. Oh, I wondered why the brother and the girlfriend weren't sharing a couch, and the mom <laughs> and the brother had to awkwardly <laughs> share one. That makes more sense, right? <laughs> um. What I liked about Roland was that he seemed to like really shoot it straight with Serene, um, but also just give her the freedom when she said like, yeah, I'm scared to fall, but what if I fly? And he's like, well, I, it worries me that you're not scared, but I know that's just how you are. And just, you know, it's not, I don't want you to get hurt, but like, this is how you are. And this is like, this is your attitude and I'm just looking out for you. But it wasn't like trying to control what she did or really grill mm-hmm. Clayton like some other brothers that we've seen. Um, Doug, what was your take on Serene's family visit? Um, I didn't hear anything. Was it Roland? That we, Roland, yeah. Family? Yeah. I didn't process anything he said because all I could think was, man, this guy sounds like The Rock. Like his voice, <laughs> like, honestly, like just or but like so his voice sounded like the rock but the cadence of what he was saying was just like a college football coach pep talk and that's it i just went down <laughs> that like rabbit hole of like oh that's who like he should just he should coach football or just close your eyes and, and envisioned a new scene yeah basically like i just i <laughs> completely completely zoned out and got very well and then you know and then i was just looking for like oh where's where's the crime like this is oklahoma city i <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah so that's that's it i got so little out like and i think serene's excellent like i'm shocked that she's been sent home Mm -hmm. um but i just yeah wasn't wasn't processing as as much as the two of you apparently and i wasn't instagram creeping her brother either Um, she also shows her mom she's been carrying the fireflies with her ever since that jar um that clayton gave so I I don't think Serene was expecting to be sent home either because she talks about how Clayton just grinning from ear to ear when she said that she's in love with him and when she was falling in love with him. But so at the end of her family visit, she says she's in love with him. So um, it's progressed quickly and yeah, kind of a cold move on Clayton's part to send her home. But maybe that kind of revealed to him that his feelings weren't the same. We didn't really get like yeah. a clear reason. Um, well, and she asked him for one too, and she right. didn't get it. She did not appreciate whatever his excuse was. So good. I love when that happens. Yes, yes. I I like uh, you know like a classy exit, but yeah, you don't have to, you don't owe him anything. You don't have to like mask your emotions or so. Yeah, I did like that. 
All right, our final hometown, Clearmont, Florida. Doug, do you know anything about the geography of where this is? I trust that you've uh, done your research on <laughs> I did, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way, way I, I have done research on this. Uh, it is. Is it Orlando? Orlando? Orlando. It's in the greater Orlando. Yeah, it's okay. west of Orlando. Um, it is. Uh, I'm so happy you asked, Amy. It's known for the citrus uh, tower <laughs> that is in town. Um, and is home to the National Triathlon Training Center. Oh, okay. Um, aside that sounds from that, like somewhere the, they could have gone. Yeah, aside from that, the Wikipedia page notes that there's a hospital. So. Oh, good. <laughs> so if they but, encountered but any my, black bears yeah, there. My, my one other note was like, was like, could they not have gone to Disney? Mm. This is ABC. Mm. Like, they own Disney. Right. And Dancing with the Stars even went to Disney. Like they could have gone yeah, in off like, hours. Exactly. Like they could have gone in the middle of the night. They could have shut, they could right. have shut the park down and gone to Disney. Yeah. They could just go for like one ride, like <laughs> a couple of scenes, stand by the castle, something. Yeah. I guess, um, you know, Rachel like has these random dates with backyard barbecues of people they don't know. So they, they didn't think of like the obvious. Rachel was losing her voice also. Um, what was she doing in the meantime uh, between her hometown? Or is it just the stress of... I, yeah, I think it's the stress. Like, I feel like she's been, like, slowly losing it. By, mm. by, the, uh, by the final two, like, I don't even think she's going to be able to speak. Right. She's going to be holding the cards <laughs> from Gabby's dad. Just do the love actually scene again. Mm-hmm. Like, Shoot, we, we got to use that move be great if there was like one card that accidentally said like gabby girl and it's like oh these are stolen <laughs> you are the glue of yeah, uh, my yeah. heart <laughs> just rearrange them uh, um so they go in clear bottom kayaks um or was it a canoe one of the two um in this i guess re- nature reserve or something and she warns him that there are alligators black bears and snakes around we didn't see any of those but we saw a giant spider was that spider really the spider that was shown um or did they like kind of like survivor does just show like a clip of some like huge spider because clayton was really afraid of that spider as well that was a hundred percent stock footage of animals like all of it but they did not come anywhere near that 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 was not the spider they saw they showed like eight alligators none of them were there like like honestly it looked like they frank invited it from a national geographic documentary (laughs) it was like not even like florida like species at all yeah, honestly, like I was I was waiting for like a T-Rex to emerge. And like, <laughs> oh, there's a lot of stuff in these woods here. Yeah, they're getting anxious for a bachelor in paradise. Like, why, why can't I throw in a random animal? So let's put them all here. <laughs> um, yeah, and they find, we talked about the aforementioned, the kissing tree, which, um, yeah, becomes like a prop. He puts her up on the tree and I think they were just supposed to go under it and kiss, but no, they, they really made use of that tree. They made it a fucking tree. <laughs> And, <laughs> and then like kind of the wherever they were too like it was basically like they could have been doing it could have been a fantasy suite because they were horizontal in the swamp or whatever it was Wait, later okay i have a question mm-hmm. um after being told that this like particular body of water has like <laughs> crocodiles and like huge spiders and like potentially bears, 
Right. Would you take off your clothes and jump in it? Because like and I would down. personally avoid it, but IDK. Yeah, I would not. I would not want to have any of like my vision obscured at all. <laughs> I <would laughs> want to be like I. I would want the false security of being in that glass bottom boat. Not like mm-hmm. any alligator couldn't just knock it over, but. But at um, least there's like some sort of layer in between. Right. There's zero chance, zero chance that like if somebody if somebody tells me there is an alligator in there that I am engaging in any sort of kissing at the kissing tree. (laughs) Apparently alligators are really fast as well. You think I picture them moving really slowly and like, okay, you can get away from them. But I don't know the exact mile per hour, but it was a lot more than I expected. Yeah, they're they're super fast in the water. <laughs> yeah, scary. Yikes. Their chemistry, though, they just um, Rachel and Clayton. It's like they they don't care where they are. So we knew was she wasn't going anywhere. I was wondering whether the like instead of the fantasy fantasy sweep, they would have just you know boned in the swamp, and then that was like, oh, yeah. Ugh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you missed um, Caitlin's season, but yeah, they could have had a scandal of like hooking up before the fantasy suites and i was honestly like when you talked about hooking up with all those people i was somewhat convinced that he was going to get it on with at least one person like somehow on one of these hometown dates just to you know get the action started <laughs> right i mean i guess it could have happened and we didn't see it but you know we'll find out um she does set up clayton i don't think we've really gotten this before usually um when there's like a an, an intimidating dad, we don't really get a warning from the the daughter herself. But she said um, that her dad doesn't like anyone, and he's going to be the toughest one that she, he uh, Clayton will meet. And it seemed like it at first. Definitely, this Tony was intimidating. Did you have any preconceived notions about what her big Italian dad named Tony, who doesn't like anyone, might do for a living? <laughs> who <laughs> offers to like get ex-boyfriends beat up (laughs) yeah 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 like i just you know thought perhaps he might be like a retired tony (laughs) soprano type who you know had gone down to claremont (laughs) yeah i think that that, i've seen the speculation going around on that (laughs) we don't know what he does right so (laughs) yeah we meet probably in waste management as they say (laughs) oh no (laughs) i get the joke And we meet Mary and Tony and then two of her friends, Sam and Nate. And right away they're like, oh, Rachel, we've never seen you glow this much. And I love the moment there's like all of her family kind of reacting. And then her dad just kind of muttering to the mom, like, I'm scared. (laughs) And um, we see Rachel get pulled away um, by her friend Nate. And he really does not want to be the one to pick up the pieces when if she gets her heart broken they have they been through this before like it (laughs) the vibe i was getting was that she has dated a guy who is really terrible Uh and they kept telling her girl this guy is terrible and she's like i can't break up with them like that's what it felt like to me and then she had like a really rough year where they all were like she was like crashing on their couch and it's like he does not want to have yeah and then she again. yeah and then she like got back together with him or something like that's the vibe mm. I was getting it was like who's gonna pick up the pieces if this doesn't work it's like <laughs> aren't you guys friends you like is we it, should do that for you or is Nate just 
is nature's lazy. Well, but then <laughs> even like, Sam to Clayton was like, I don't want to deal with it again. Like, don't break her heart. Because I don't want to deal with it. So I don't yeah, something something happened. The dad was gonna like beat up the guy. So yeah, we need a little more story on this ex. I mean, we know she didn't have great exes because they like didn't wanna didn't want her to be a pilot or didn't want to like support her. Yeah. So uh, and I, I did pick up on that. Nate says, like, what's going to happen on Fantasy Suite? Do you want to be played? So there's a little bit of setup there that we know, like, you know, they aren't going to be happy with what goes down. Um, and the dad, um, he talks. I actually like that his question to Clayton was, what do you know about Rachel? Because we get a lot of like, what do you like about? But really just checking, like, does this guy even like like her more than just like that? She's really pretty. Um, so he had to, you know, come up with, you know, talking about, um, that he likes her ambition and the dad really wanted to make sure that, um, he knew about her dreams and he comes up with a, like a secret, like a secret handshake move that if she, he can't give any approval right now because he hasn't talked to Rachel yet, but if she gives me a good word, when I shake your hand, when goodbye, I'll pat you on the arm. So Doug, did you think we'd get that arm pat? From Tony. Yes. Yeah. But I was surprised that he didn't include the word capiche. Uh, with it. <laughs> like, hey, listen, uh, I'll pat you on the arm it means you're going to be blessing. I'm not going to bury you in the swamp. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. He could have been more intimidating. He was actually like a puppy dog in a way, teddy bear. Yeah. And I love that he was like, I refuse to make this decision. I don't know what Rachel thinks. Like, I want to hear from her. I love that. Thank you very much, Father. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Mm hmm. Um, and then we see him talk to Rachel and he's like, oh, you thought I'd be so mean. I, I was nice. <laughs> so I thought it was cute. Um, I noticed that Clayton also said um, that he has no thoughts of hurting Rachel. Uh, so that's a good sign, I guess. You don't want to hurt any of these people. And he said, like, I have to hurt some people, but I have no thoughts of hurting Rachel. Was that his way of saying, like, hmm. oh, she's my number one right now? Hmm, maybe. Mm hmm. Or just, I'm not going to say anything incriminating to this guy. <laughs> so, um, but he does get well, that. Well, I feel like, the the, but like the guy, like the dad gets to watch the show. So it's sort of like, yeah, oh, I don't know. I don't, have any, I, don't know, I don't have any thoughts of hurting Rachel, but let me tell you about what's going down next week. Yeah. <laughs> the dad has seen the preview as much as we have. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was the mom who was really excited about all of Rachel's group date roses. and. Yeah, that was that was an odd thing to focus on. Um, but the mom was like totally into it. And um, yeah, they seemed like they had a good overall hometown. And on the front steps, she sort of does the move of like, if I wasn't if I was falling for you already, I'm falling even harder now. So she did not say that she's in love. Um, but, you know, it's like, OK, like just take it up and in. Well, a little notch. Do other people say these things in relationships? <laughs> like, do, does there need to be this sliding scale of like? Do, don't <laughs> she she just invented go, a new like level right there. I think she's added yeah, like, new don't to people the normal. Well, and then like Gabby earlier had like there needs to be like there needs to be something more than love. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just like like it's just like I love you. Is just I don't know. Maybe that's why I suck at dating so much. But like, isn't that just 
it. Like, it's, oh, I'm falling for you. Now I'm double falling for you. Now I love you. Now I even more than love I you. I see like, myself falling. That's the earlier one. So Right, right, right. I can yeah. envision our life together. That's That's got to be somewhere in there. I don't even think Ethan and I defined our relationship until we got engaged. <laughs> like, we never, I don't think we ever, like, technically were boyfriend, girlfriend. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> You never I don't know what we steps. wrote on our mortgage application. Acquaintances. <laughs> yeah, good buds. Like, would yeah. they accept that? I don't know. <laughs> Couple of chums. Yeah, just two bros broing down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we get to the rose ceremony everybody's back in LA and we get kind of like in the moment interviews with each of them on where their thoughts are everybody seems like pretty sure of where they're at that the hometown visit solidified things and you know they haven't seen each other like that's another difference from these like La Quinta um, Nima colon dates is that you know, they've had actually some separation time. This is taking a little bit longer filming. Um, so they're all back and they haven't gotten to like talk to the other women. And so everyone's feeling pretty confident about where they're at. And he calls Susie first, then Gabby, then Rachel. And so Serene um, is visibly disappointed, upset with him and sits with him outside. He walks her out just says like what was it and he gives her some like oh i just had stronger connections with the others it wasn't anything you did and she just kind of shakes her head walks off so i appreciate that she was mad mm-hmm. she was genuine and real we love to see it <laughs> how dare you <laughs> how dare you i was so convinced that clayton's a robot in this scene too like mm. i know i've been pumping that in my stupid takes all season but like he just like dumbly walked out, sat there, gave this blank stare, then closed the door. Then like, it's just. It's true. He was not emotional there. So. Yeah. And, you know, thinking back to when he was talking to Roland and Roland asked how, like, uh, I have to ask, are you in love with her? Like he gave the weakest answer, I think, of all the four families there. Where, like, mm-hmm. I think with Susie's dad, he said, like, I can really, like, see my life with her and, or the mom, whoever he said that to. And then with Rachel's dad, like, I can really, you know, like, I'm not going to hurt her kind of thing. So with 
Yeah, I have I have in my notes the producers put more effort into this Hyundai Palisade placement than <laughs> Clayton did in anything he said to Surrey. Oh dear. Was that the same car that had the um you could hook up a barbecue to? <laughs> or no, they moved on to I a new that, vehicle. Oh, I, I forgot that, about that. That was, that was a different vehicle. That was such a egregious placement too. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, this was this was a new Hyundai vehicle. Yeah, I guess he has time to work on a better answer for the women tell all because we know like Serene will have to be there and she'll get a hot seat. So they'll have to like probably explain a little more. Um, But yeah, sad to see Serene go here, um, but not shocking. I was kind of shocked that Rachel was like one of the last one was the last one called that it came down to Rachel. It's like once it's down to Rachel, it's like, you know, Rachel's staying. True, (laughs) exactly. So do you yeah. find yourself conflicted though? Because like, it's like, Oh, sad to see Serene go. But like, do you really want Serene to end up with Clayton? Like, yeah, it's like no. my friend, you are That's better true. off. You are going to absolutely murder in paradise. Enjoy your engagement in four months. Ooh, calling it that she'll be one of the engaged. Yeah, I could see it. I could see her. I would propose to that woman <laughs> on the first day. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Hi, my name's Doug. Nice to meet you. One meet. <laughs> yeah, like, do you want to just do this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I look forward to it. All right, Doug. Do we have any takes that we didn't cover from you? We still need uh like a takes from Doug. Live takes from Doug segment. No, I'm sorry. I, I included them all. I think, oh, and I don't okay. know if they like get. Yeah. I'm thrown <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, because my my only remaining note is two nights. That sucks. Monday and Tuesday night. Oh people, yeah. Everyone like just. It is uh, a two night. So wait, is that next week or is the women tall next week? Is or I is think that maybe mixed both in there? Are next both week. both are next there. So women tell all and fantasy suites. At least there's a little like I don't know variety to it, but yeah, two yeah. nights. Um, that's just Amy, what we have to deal well, with. Let's play. Let's play a quick would you rather game. Sure. Would you rather? A three-hour episode on one night. Okay. Uh, two-hour two-hour episode on two nights in the same week, or an extra week of The Bachelor. Give me the three-hour one night. Knock it out because you can always split it up okay. and watch the next day. Like if it's on a Monday, then it can carry over to your Tuesday. But it's it's three hours instead of the four hours. That's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe the extra week. Mm-hmm. just to spread it out but are this we still a- gonna get a three hour right with like the after the final oh, rose kind of thing usually that's usually a three hour event help me on the last episode on the finale <laughs> we, Amy, we are so close like i feel like we are battered and bruised like so close to the end mm-hmm. it's like our hamstrings have, are torn You've been on a death march, a death march of bachelor commentary. Yeah. You find yourselves here at the top, like nearing the top of the mountain. Yeah, and, we've and been do we know any so more about Clayton? Like, do we know any more about this guy? <laughs> Are we more endeared to him at all? <laughs> I think I'm more endeared. Like, he seems like a good hang. I just don't think he's a leading man. Yeah. Does he seem like a good hang? <laughs> I mean, I've seen worse hangs on this show. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like most of the leads, but um, uh, he just seems incredibly boring. Listen, if he thinks Gabby is funny, he 
would think I'm hilarious. Oh, and true. I he's do, gonna laugh at everything. Yeah, I do. That is great for my self esteem. So mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like he would describe you as like the funniest woman in the universe or something. I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> um, where do we see this final three? What are your predictions for this? Where it's going to rank? I know it seems like it's not going to be a traditional ending, but like if we could predict what Clayton hopes the outcome is and where he would, you know, who would be, who's eliminated after the fantasy suites. I think, hmm, okay. So it seemed like Gabby is in that final two. Mm. And I think Susie is also in that final two, but I think he likes Rachel the most. And for some reason, Rachel leaves and I don't know what, like, maybe she was, like, the third date, and she asked him, like, did you sleep oh. with the other two? And she, he said yes, so she was like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> um, and then he was so in love with her that he just told the other women, like, I loved her. I love you guys, too. I slept with all of you. And, like, mm. so then he's, he's so just, callous like, about it. That he just mentions yeah. it and it's not thinking. Yeah. And then, like, his whole, like, breakdown of, like, I'm so broken. Like, maybe it's because Rachel left. Whoa. I can see something like that. They're usually like, I haven't had like a big, like final three person leave on their own in a while. That's like a big move that has happened in past seasons. See, I was thinking Gabby goes third. I I have, yeah, but she was like, I think she was in the, she was in the museum. She was there. Mm. Well, I think I'm just like going back. I've felt so connected to Chris Soul's season throughout this season like just the parallels so i'm like oh well gabby's kind of the caitlin and so she'll probably mm-hmm. get sent home third and then you know i just felt like very similar with like i feel like there's some kind of shanae type energy on that season with um having villains and dramatic two-on-ones so i think i'm just in that mode where i'm like thinking it's going to play out that whole way but um yeah. yeah i could see something like that happening what do you think doug I don't know. I think like the, the scenario Haley came up with pretty much would would echo what I think. Like I think he likes Rachel the most and he probably just blows it in some way. And then mm-hmm. you know, now he'll never find love. That's the <laughs> that's if we if I've learned anything from this series, it's that when people leave they just they're like, oh, no one will ever love me. It's you'll you'll be fine. But. And he can't even live off like the bachelor fame that it's just like, he's not getting the ratings that the other seasons have gotten, so no, because he's like so boring. Like, just like no. And I can't decide whether I like. I think I actually still like that more than like Nick Vial, who is just like was basically a producer, right? Like, so I think I at least appreciate that. Um, being such like, I guess Haley's called him a dumb dumb. Um, <laughs> and he just sort of like goes along in this thing and like can't prevent himself from from not being. I don't know. He's uh, just walking into traps. Yeah, he's just he's like he's just stepping on rakes, mm-hmm. hitting them in the face. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into questions and see where we're, how we're hanging in there with our draft, Haley. Um, so this is from George, who follow him at at George CTV on Twitter. He scores our um, automated draft every week where we did not pick our teams. So, um, but the listeners are out. We're competing against the listeners and that's just the way the cookie crumbled. Haley, we still have some people left. So 
Hi, Haley and Amy. Welcome to Hometown Week. Did you notice the preview for next week mentioned the Women Tell All, but didn't include any clips from the show? Everything shown was from prior episodes of this season. A quick search online revealed the Women Tell All was taped last Wednesday. So I'm curious why the preview on Monday didn't include anything from it. I don't recall this happening before. And yeah, what do we think? They just didn't cut it in time. Yeah, it was it was weird. I did notice that it was like all previously played clips. I didn't yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm interested to see maybe because Clayton maybe they like do some light spoiling or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm wondering mm. if I'm wondering if like Monday's episode eliminates another person and then that person is there. featured prominently in the women tell all. Yeah, but you think they could cut around it in some way. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they've cut they've cut entire people out of women tell alls before true. that were there. So, <laughs> so true. Um, and he says, "Here is the bonus point recap from last week. The hometown order shown was Susie, Gabby, Serene, and Rachel. Haley correctly guessed Rachel be fourth. Good for five points. Oh, let's see. The star relative, as determined by my wife, came down to Rachel's dad." Serene's brother and Gabby's grandfather. She gave the star to Gabby, who neither of you selected. So the listeners received five points. I have to agree with that. Gabby's grandfather should have gotten that point. So uh, while Rachel's dad did make reference to withholding, giving his blessing to Clayton, and we never heard Clayton ask for it. So Haley receives five points for guessing we would not hear him ask. You both receive five points for guessing it would be a standard rose ceremony. Haley waffled between Gabby and Serene not getting a rose. But in the end, both of you guessed it would be Gabby sent home. So the listeners received another five points. In the end, Haley receives 15 bonus points. Listeners get 10. Amy gets five. All right. Questions for this week. Um, Let's have a mini draft. Haley goes first since she's in second place. Draft as many women as you want that will sit on the hot seat at the Women Tell All. Five points for each correct guess. Listeners get five points for each incorrect guess. Oh, I love that. Okay. Um, you have to give me um Shanae. Okay. Um, I'll go with Serene. Um, I'm gonna go with Teddy. Mm, that's a good call. I have to pull up the list of people because no one else is jumping out at me for a hot seat. Um Wonder would Elizabeth get a hot seat? Hmm. I'm gonna do Genevieve. Okay, and then I'm gonna finish off with Sarah. Hmm. And then I am done. Yeah, I don't have anybody else to add. <laughs> Can the listeners go in for like an extra parlay on like, who is that girl who is engaged at the beginning who never came on the show? Is she going to show up in any way? Can can the listeners somehow generate points from that possibly happening? What was her name? (laughs) I forgot about her completely. (laughs) Um, Sally. 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 Is Sally going to be there? No, she's not. Also, let's give five points um, to the listeners. If Doug can correctly guess, George, ask your wife about this. Mm-hmm. Who is the least seen person with the most to say on the on the episode? Unless George asks us that question. What? Least like the person, person, like the the person who's who had the, the least screen time during the season, who like talks the most or tries to yeah oh insert themselves. Oh, man. Um. Who was that? 
like was it Cassidy? Who was that girl who was eliminated really early? I guess she was seen a lot, but she was gone. Like the one who had the side piece. Yeah, that was Cassidy. I think we're going to hear a lot from her. Okay. Um, I wish we were hearing more from Eliza, but probably not. Mm. The woman who never got a confessional the entire season. Okay. Yeah. She, I, I would like to contend that Eliza may be one of the most stunningly beautiful people that's ever been on this show. I would have to agree with you. And that's why they were like, you know what, Eliza, we have realized you're too good for this. Yeah. Yeah. But then did you hear like, so I think I asked you, you guys the question a couple of weeks ago, about like who she should hook up with in paradise and why it should be Michael. But then like, she was on one of those bachelor podcasts and was like, yeah, I'm into Olu. That would be a great You think you might have a chance with Eliza and then she talks about being into Olu and you're like, Oh, never, never going to happen. for me. (laughs) Well, and I just, I listened to, I didn't even remember that she was on the show. There was Tessa um, on this season and she was on Ashley Eyes podcast and she was an amazing person and she's like in a folk music group and like she plays the ukulele. We didn't see her acting like Connor and um, like just seemed like someone like really interesting that was not shown at all either. And she said that she was interested in Pardeep for paradise so that's another oh, pairing yeah yeah so all right another question for this mini draft um amy goes first draft as many shrimp references you'll feel you feel will be shown at the women tell all five points for each correct guess no penalties for wrong guesses but listeners get five points for any references you leave out hmm shrimp references. like is this puns or like moments about the shrimp or who would be talking about you reference? Like who would be referencing it? I don't know enough shrimp lingo. I'm gonna fail yeah, this draft. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say that there's gonna be four shrimp references. Okay. Yeah, let's just go by number. Um, Has anyone generated like that? You know that Forrest Gump scene where they just talk about all the different types of shrimp. Like, why has no one made a meme of that for this season of The Bachelor? Do it. Well, like before this releases, you you call them. Like, yeah, far too late, far too lazy to to actually make that happen. Put the word like, yeah, I can see it with like the audio with the different clips of the women. Yeah, Yeah, I'm too lazy as well. I I don't even think I could do that, but I could see it being done. Yeah. Um, probably because nobody like has seen like I feel like now I'm just too old that no one's seen Forrest Gump anymore like Gen Z is not watching it right okay yeah yeah. like didn't even occur to them (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll say more more than four I'll say like six shrimp references because they're really promoting it like they have um, Jesse Palmer just like and we talk shrimp. So, um, let's see. How many of the final three women will we see Clayton actually say I love you to on the episode? Three. Will we see him say it? Yeah, I think so. I think he says it to everyone. And he probably says it to some other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I think he knows that he like they want to see that from him he's probably he probably fell into another trap because he was doing really well at these hometowns not saying it but the producers don't want that they want the guy that's going to like tell different families like i'm in love and 
So, yeah, what, I don't. What was I, that trap? <laughs> I don't know. Just like we need was to see it, more. Was it his crotch <laughs> could be. <laughs> they, they planted a seed, and yeah, he spreads that seed. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, how many? Yeah, I'd say three. Finally, five points for guessing how the Tuesday episode ends. Judge will allow some flexibility in ruling for correctness. Okay, so I end of don't. Suite. Yeah, sorry, I I don't think we're getting a conclusion. To be continued. I, yeah, we're getting a to be continued, and it's going to be like um, crying on the stairs and Clayton mm. being like, "I'm sorry." Like that's all I'm we're so getting. Broken. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. it's going to end at that. Just like how the episode when it was Colton season, the cliff, uh, the the fence jump, like yeah, it's like what we've been building to. I think it's going to be that moment that he's like drops that bomb, like I was yeah, in love with her, call. and it's going to end on that good like call. sound bite. All right. So as far as our points, uh, Amy remains in first with two hundred sixteen points. She lost. Serene is down to Susie and Rachel. Haley is in second with one ninety four, holding on to Gabby. Listeners are third with one twenty five. With no team left, they need a very historic finale from Clayton for any chance. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I, I like thought this was your though. year. It's like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I cheer for the listener team every week. Um, How dare you really identify with the listeners? You are a listener. As I listen to this, as I listen to this podcast while working out in my basement, I, you know, subtly clap away as the listener team (laughs) tried to get points. So I'm hoping for a like catastrophic final where like this is, this is it. He's going to, he's going to sleep with all of them. Everybody leaves. And then I don't know who the listeners have on their team, but like, I don't know, like maybe he hooks up with Eliza to win or something. And that's it. That's and then some like another another of the listener team becomes Bachelorette and yeah, that's that's where our points are coming from. Doug, I feel like I have an idea coming to me that you should be our next person that we draft with and you'll like be like representing the listeners. If we are ever allowed to do a draft again, if they stop spoiling I don't know seasons I feel like we used to do these drafts in my office. Like I ran our office bachelor pool after Haley got me hooked on this ridiculous show yeah um but our draft was like you could only pick you had to pick five people um and that made your team and just nobody could have the same team and the the points were just based on who stayed alive the longest and i always lost early because i would pick based on just the people i wanted to date Uh um so then they would be like you know look reasonably even keeled and then they'd be gone right like it'd be like oh school teacher enjoys long walks on the beach gone in you know in favor of like a clown impersonator who enjoys skydiving and whatever <laughs> i want to know who who is this person from nick file season that left such an impression <laughs> oh i um it was uh what was the girl's name sarah vendel she was <laughs> i don't know nobody remembers who she was but i remember thinking she was gorgeous and Did she was she ever like even go on paradise or anything she did, yeah. Oh. She was the person. Remember when um, when Adam and Raven got together? Mm. She was the other girl there who was like, he went on a oh. date with her too. And then he was like, nope, I'm picking Raven. And I was probably, I don't know. I was just Shocked like, what again. is this? This girl's amazing. <laughs> oh, so funny. Anyway, I still follow her on Instagram. She seems to be in a yeah. happy relationship. I'm just, this is, this is the depths of my the chaos of my life but yeah she seems to be in a happy relationship and living in texas oh now i kind of remember her yeah why was she gone so early 
Very I don't know, like, and and some of like some of the people that hung around on that. I mean, that season was really strong, but true, true. Yeah, and that's what frustrated me more because I just despised Nick. So it was like, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> all right. Well, um, we have some more questions um, from the listeners. Susie Ann, wasn't it so refreshing to see Susie's dad and Gabby's grandpa both affirm their daughter? granddaughter's instincts and judgment rather than being paternalistic and condescending. I loved it. I thought, I thought all of the men on this episode behaved. <laughs> it was very nice. Yeah. It was refreshing to see. Which is like, beating the bare minimum. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wow, it's so refreshing to see the men of this universe. Just like be supportive, like just be regular dudes. How lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Wilpon coming in with the actual order of the filming. Okay, so Susie was filmed first, then that was November 2nd, Rachel, November 4th, Serene, November 6th, Gabby, November 8th. So interesting they chose to um, move um, Rachel to last, but she was actually second. And they moved Gabby to second and had Serene third as she was. So uh, I don't know why they would do that. Just because the dad was the most intimidating. So they wanted to build I, up to that. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kristen, and it makes sense like geographically wise. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Just a lot of traveling. Yeah. I would be so, I'd be so grumpy. Right. Because yeah, every two days <laughs> New, meeting a new family whereas with Michelle's season and other seasons they just go to the same place and the same home yeah they probably could have knocked it all out in one day yeah uh Kristen Messicap would you rather jump off an 80-foot platform or kayak with gators and giant spiders all right Doug what would you rather do I'm fascinated by alligators so I would take the latter um but I wouldn't I mean, I'd be scared jumping off the platform, but there's been way worse dates on this show than than either of those. So <laughs> that's true, Haley. Oh, I'm absolutely picking the gators. Yeah, I'd rather wrestle well. a gator than jump off the platform. Yeah, yeah. It just you're still like feel like a little more secure somehow being in that boat. I feel like so I could at least have that illusion, and it's not a guarantee that you're going to meet a gator. Spider, yeah, I, I don't, I don't care as much because it was from a distance. But you have to like physically like force yourself off that platform. I couldn't do it if I if I didn't have if I had a choice. I would not. I really, uh, I really wanted Serene to push Clayton. Right, like just come on already. <laughs> just come on, let's come on, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, she really lived up to her name. Like she barely screamed at all. Like she kind of like screamed at, like after the drop, but whereas Clayton was screaming the whole time and. Josh Green, our four icons for hometowns. One must go. John Johnson style. All right. One must go. Serene's brother, Susie's dad, Gabby's grandpa, Rachel's dad. All right. Haley, who must go? I have to pick Rachel's dad because like as much as he was chill in the end, there was the buildup of like, my dad will not be chill. My dad will murder you. Where like Susie's dad was very chill. There for a great time. 
Gabby's grandfather was amazing. How could I? Serene's brother, call me. <laughs> um, Doug, who are you eliminating of this for? Uh, maybe Serene's brother. Okay. Um, just so that so I can hang out with Rachel's dad and, you know, we can do mafia business together, I guess. Um, in terms of like my entertainment or just sort of suspense, um, I think I would say Susie's dad, um, just because he was like so calm and straightforward and loving that it was great to see. But I think I got more entertainment out of the other three. So. Justin Feinberg wants to know, or he's saying, Susie's sister, quote, I'm excited to get to know Clayton. Is she the first person to ever utter this sentence? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> yeah, because they made the women on the show like act like they knew who he was, even though they hadn't seen his season. So like, oh, I'm here for Clayton. So possibly. All right. Yeah, no one. No one's excited to see Clay. <laughs> and no one has gotten to know him. So, um, but we do have some Bachelor Nation news uh, before we wrap up here. Colton Underwood is engaged. Haley, did you see that news? I did. I didn't click a single article about it, though. I just let it just slide off my timelines. All right. Doug, any comments? I. It just, I'm in the same, I'm not a huge fan of Colton. Yeah. <laughs> just sort of let it, I'm, I'm, it's very nice for him. I'm happy right. he's found, I'm happy he's found someone because he just seems, seemed like a really troubled guy. So True. it's hopefully, hopefully this is a, you know, a good thing for him. True. Um, and then there was a story going around of Genevieve had an Instagram story it's speculated that it was around the time of the Women Tell All filming. So if that was last Wednesday, um, but she was at, out with friends or out with other women from the show and her table was served drinks. And along with the drinks came a sign that said F. Shanae. And she like posted a story saying like, somehow they, we didn't request this. They just knew what we needed. And then she later apologized for um sharing that kind of funny on i'm sorry it's a little funny it's rude whatever maybe it's like a private thing to not share but i don't know should she have apologized am i being too like insensitive by being like listen that woman was a terror to them yeah like i think if i just saw it on her story i wouldn't have been like so shocked like i um I think it was maybe like, again, she did not come up with a sign. Like if she just wrote that on her, like tweeted that or something, I would be like, oh, that's a little aggressive, but just like, oh, this is what fans brought to us. Um, and who knows what happened at the women's hall, but I'm guessing that Sinead didn't sort of like back down. So, um, yeah. Oh, her quote was the best part about this is we didn't even ask for it. They just knew. So. I thought it was funny. Like I don't know. Maybe I'm. Uh, maybe I need to be more sensitive. But Shanae was just like few other people on this show. Like she was awful and has showed very little contrition for it. Like you know, like 
no apologies about trashing people's mental health. No apology. Like, did she call people hoes at one point? Like, it was just yeah. it's really terrible, terrible things. And and she doesn't like doesn't seem to have backtracked whatsoever. So I don't really blame someone for saying yeah, f f that person. Like, just I don't know. Right. Um, and then um, there was a little bit of a headline going around about Katie Thurston praising Love is Blind for having no uh, made-up drama. Um, Girlfriend, like, all reality television has made-up drama. Like, I'm sorry. There's not one reality television show that isn't, like, the producers being like, oh, are you sure about this? Oh, Oh, sh- um, Shana, are you sure you don't want to go talk to Shane? Oh, are you sure you don't want to accept that proposal? Oh, are you sure? Like, come on, girlfriend. Like, that's not that's not it. Yeah. I mean, I think Katie Thurston's just trying to be she's trying to be the like voice of. It feels like she's trying to be Becca Martinez. OK, but she isn't. Yeah, it's that sort of like, yeah, I know I'm whatever or like or to some extent like that or like Demi, but like she's neither of those. But yeah. And Becca, like she was kind of known for like she has a podcast, but she's not commenting on The Bachelor now. But like would she did a lot of interviews after her season that maybe weren't approved to do and sort of would like criticize the show um, more than other people would but she was never the lead so it's not really a great move um for the lead to do i guess but i guess no love lost between them but yeah to say love is blind doesn't have anything manufactured or made up then she's just getting sucked in like the rest of us on these shows (laughs) yeah like you're telling me the producers are not asking um the contestants like are you going to say yes or no at the altar and then arranging who says I do first? Like, yeah, that's obvious. Or having leading questions and confessionals. Yeah. Um, or maybe like having the wrong person show up to a pod. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come like, on now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Leading them astray with like what ring they're picking out. All sorts of things yeah. could be going on. But yeah. Doug, let us know when you start watching Love is Blind because I, you know, I am with Katie on being a fan of the show, so. Do, do episodes end with uh, the drama continues next week? Because that's oh, no, what they're I just mean. like the, the show just starts again. <laughs> like, yeah. like binge four in a row because it's Netflix. Oh, jeez. It's a smoother <laughs> transition for sure. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I've been enjoying lately. Um, any other news that you guys can think of? It was kind of a slow news week, I feel like, if we're talking yeah. about comments on Love is Blind Instagram. <laughs> exactly. Katie Thurston, no, like, I don't know if this is a, I watched Katie Thurston's um, Instagram feed. She's been doing these, like, hard to talk about stories every day. And, like, her big reveal was that she has inverted nipples. That's, that's the Bachelor news of the week. Oh, wow. Oh, no. That is not content I want to consume. Mm. That's not where I was. Oh thought you were going with like hard to talk i thought she was like tackling really like world issues or something <laughs> no no i just want to make sure i'm sensitive about like i don't I don't think that's a bad thing it was just right. it was, like it was it was just a you know an interesting topic for her to be to be like i, I guess she was to be to, like saying oh i'm i'm tackling big issues here yeah and yeah. then 
<laughs> yeah. But I guess and like no if, if you're trying about. to yeah, normalize talking about that sort of thing, it's great. Oh, and uh, Blake Moynes shaved his beard. So <laughs> okay, now, that's now when that's news, you know we're we're done. We're, yeah, don't yeah. even get don't even get me started <laughs> on Blake Moynes. Oh. oh no! Did you ever run into him? No, because okay. I didn't work at the dump. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> or like, yeah, I don't know. I I feel I should have run into him. Like I feel like we we actually run in pretty like close-ish circles. I'm just not quite, I don't think, hockey bro enough mm-hmm. for Blake Moyne. So we're, mm-hmm. But I, I'm sure like if I did our degrees of separation, we're probably closer than we think. Not quite as close as like, was it Ethan's sister was like a coworker of his? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like not that close, but close. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, Doug, did you ever watch the Canadian VIP? Were you going to be our correspondent? I never heard how that went down. <laughs> No, no, I was just because there's the one girl, there's the one girl from the region here that's mm. that, like the, the girl who um, keeps like domestic squirrels, not domestic. <laughs> no, they run around outside, but she lets them come into her house. Okay. Um, <laughs> and she, yeah, so she was on the show. She should have um, been paired with Blake, but the timing didn't work out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I suspect like you, I wouldn't be surprised if both of them ended up on like on VIP Canada next summer. So that, mm. you know, could probably still happen and maybe it'll work for them that'd be great yeah i don't believe that blake is fully retired i think he will find a way oh, maybe the canada is a way to do it because it's not as obvious not as many but people it, is there it. even like i don't there is no like bachelor canada anyway it's just vip right oh really i don't know it hasn't been on in a couple of years yeah, they just like, like they're trying they out just things. like pop it up every couple of years just to see <laughs> yeah see if anyone bites all right. Well, Doug, do you have anything that you would like to promote? It's been um, very exciting to have you here and we'll have to do this not, sooner than we've done before. Them. I know. I know. I'm <laughs> where do not people a... get your takes besides the podcast? Just tune into the podcast. That's it. That's this is this is where this Just is my outlet. Promote this, us. Is my, this is my Z list media involvement. That's that's it. I have I have an Instagram account that just shows pictures of me surfing most of the time. So that's that's it. That's all I got. Are we still in for the Doug Chillerette? Is that still something that you want to happen? If listeners are interested. Oh yes, yeah, obviously. <laughs> slide slide into my DMs. It's all the all the things. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Haley. Where can people find you? You can find me on the internet at eight strong underscore. And guess what? What? You you can listen to more of my voice coming later this week with the top chef rehab up coming back. Oh, all right. What a thrill. And if you have qu- more questions um, and you want to get in on that patron action where you can post to the patron thread it's the beginning of march a great time to become a patron rob has a website.com slash patron and or maybe it's patreon i think both work um and you can find me on twitter at rhap recapper thanks everybody for listening Bye. bye bye It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.